What's going on, everyone? This is True Code Sports Talk, and I am your host, Andrew Wright. And over on the west side of Clovis, that's right, west side represents, <laughs> that was the whitest thing I've ever said, is uh, my co-host, Cody Johnson. Cody. Wow, that is, uh, <laughs> thank you for the intro. <laughs> couldn't have said it any whiter. <laughs> west side represents. <laughs> Thanks, brother. All right, guys, we got a great episode for you. Uh, we'll be talking some uh, predictions of the NFL season coming up. We're going to be starting in the Eastern Division of both the NFC and the AFC. So we got a great show for you guys. So uh, hopefully you guys don't change us too quickly. So stick around and listen and please enjoy. All right. Well, this is an exciting episode, Cody. Um, this is one of the things that we do that we enjoyed. We started it last year where we did. Uh, we went division by division. Every single game, we predicted who's going to win, who's going to lose. Uh, we didn't predict, predict the score because we ain't got that kind of time because we got regular lives. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we, we could always go that far, but I don't, I don't want to. <laughs> Nah, I don't want to. Nah, nah, nah. Um, but anyway, um, and we predict who's going to get in the playoffs, who's going to win the division, all that. So last year, we had a little bit more time when we did it. Um, we went every week, once a week, we did, um, you know, one division. This year, we're going to kind of have to combine two divisions. Um, so this week, we're going to be starting with the AFC East and the NFC East. And uh, we're going to be talking about uh, who's going to win both of those and why. So, um, but before we get into all of that, before we get into all of our football nerdery, Cody, how are you doing, man? You know what, man? I'm doing okay. Busy with work. And uh, obviously life has made us super busy as this is probably the third week in a row we've tried to do this. <laughs> and, but for the most part, man, things are, things are going okay. How about you, man? What's, what's new? Yeah, it's uh, it's been it's been fine. You know, uh, I've been uh, trying to pre- uh, not predict. I've been trying to um, I, I'm in I'm already in the football mode. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm been trying to get um, a trip going for my family. And uh, it was supposed to be. Uh, it was just supposed to be me and my dad. And now it has completely shifted to a whole family event so yeah uh, we're trying to coordinate with everyone (laughs) (laughs) nothing uh, like a good old father-son bonding bonding time than just invite everybody else so you know what i'm i'm okay with it though it's it's gonna be a fun trip so it'll it'll be it'll be worth it for sure but yeah we're just trying to get everything which uh you know booked booked our hotel so we're we're ready to go finally got that situated we finally got that situated. I made sure I did it. I had to take control of that. Um, and then we bought our tickets. So we're, nice. we got to go, you know? Yeah. Now you guys are committed. So <laughs> yeah, now we're committed <laughs> and my dad didn't protect the tickets. So <laughs> we literally have Ooh, to go. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. There's no getting so out of that. If, uh, if, uh, you know, something happens and we, we can't, uh, go to the game, we're still going to go over into, over to San Diego. So <laughs> you can take me. I'm, I like baseball. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, no, but <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Dang. I'm that just was kidding. such a hard shot that was, down. That was harsh. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, um, yeah, man, uh, there's a lot going on in the world of sports, man. So many baseball stories right now. Uh, I'm watching the highlights of Mets and Dodgers right now. And it's making me a little upset, so I don't want to look at it anymore. But, Mm. hey, man, football is right around the corner. Uh, There's a lot of fantasy football stuff, uh, which I'm sure we'll kind of touch on a little bit uh, when we're talking about these teams and these divisions. So, But um, I think it's it's time to start uh, showing what our predictions are. And, and, um, you know, this is one of our favorite things that we get to do. You know, last year, I think we had a real fun time with it. It was a lot of work, but it was really fun to do. So yeah. I'm excited. I don't know if you are, but I think I think we need to get going here. Let's do it. Let's get this on. All right. So, Cody, I wanted to ask you, do mm-hmm. you want to go one through four or do you want to go four through one? 
Let's go four through one. I always like okay. the dramatics of the last place to the first place. Okay. Um, so we're going to start in the AFC East. We're doing it in alphabetical order this year. Remember last year, I thought we were doing it in alphabetical order. I was completely wrong. Yeah, sorry. He's we started with everybody. A- Just don't. We started with AFC North, and I was like, yeah, we're going to do that in alphabetical order. And you're like, that would be East. And I was like, oh, you're right. It is East. <laughs> Alphabet is a funny son of a bitch, isn't oh, it? Oh, man. <laughs> I forget that kids go to school and, and learn those things. We've been out of school uh, for almost 10 years, man. So, uh, yeah. It's, yeah. Please, come on now. Anyway, um, so let's start with number four, Cody, um, AFC East, who is the number four team? What is the record and why and all that jazz, whatever you want to talk about on the floor. All right. So fourth place team I have in the AFC East, uh, in last place, I've got the New York jets. I really don't have them winning anything more than three games. And I think I was chatting with you as I was trying to fill this in and I was having a hard <laughs> time finding those three games, but I yeah. found them. And w- so oh, what I think, the, yeah, there they are. I think I think they'll beat Atlanta. Um, I think they'll beat a split a game with Miami, and then they'll beat Houston, and then I think that's it. I I think the Jets are probably a few years away. They got to get their organization situated with the new head coach and probably a new rookie quarterback that'll be starting the games. They've got some firepower in some respects, but I just don't see them as a high powered offense or anything to to be um, excited about. In third place, I have uh, uh, New England. I have them winning. Um, nine games and losing eight. Um, I think they'll split with the majority of the division, but this team just doesn't seem like a playoff team to me. I don't think they'll get to the wild card. Um, I don't trust Cam Newton and Mac Jones. I, he doesn't really have anybody to throw to other than Hunter Henry and uh, Juno Smith. So I really don't see the new England being anything as a threat. I think there'll be a, pretty decent team but i think that they're still trying to rebuild what they lost when they let go of tom brady um i have miami at number two with an 11 and six record um i think that they will make one of the wild cards um i actually have the record 11 and six okay yeah i have them at 11 and six i have them winning a majority of their games in the middle of the season obviously the winnable games i have them there and then beating New England to cap. And then, of course, I have Buffalo taking the division, including the playoffs, at a 13-4 and record. Um, I just think that they're going to continue their success from last year. And now with this Buffalo team having a full offseason of, um, you know, working together uh, along with having Stephon Diggs and, um, and Josh Allen, I think this team is red hot. I think they'll be pretty relevant in the AFC for quite a few years. So I have them mm-hmm. taking the division and obviously representing the – AFC um, in the playoffs as well. So you have Miami higher than I do. Well, I think it's because of their defense. I'm not like two. I'm not quite sold on yet. I think he's going to be a turnover machine. And the best way I can equivalent to what I think he'll be comparable to is I think he's going to be this draft classes version of Jameis Winston in the sense of he's got the arm strength. He'll have great games, but he's a turnover machine. I see him fumbling a lot. I see him throwing a lot of picks, but I see Miami's defense keeping in the game and winning them games like they did last season. So I think they'll carry some momentum. And I think coach Flores is just is a player's coach. And I think they'll play up. They'll play up to um, they'll play up to their abilities and they won't undersell their performance. If that makes any sense. That's how I see them. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just, that was a little surprising. Okay. And I'm sorry. What was the bills record? You said again, you had- 13 and four. Okay. All right. Well, I guess maybe I should go into mine and then maybe we can discuss a little bit. Um, So number four, this will be a shocker. The New York Jets at three and 14. Wow. Um, I know. Amazing. Three wins. It's it's incredible. I'm not sold on Zach Wilson. Uh, I'm just, I'm not yet. Um, you know, I'm sure he's got a great arm. I mean, there's no denying that. So yeah, I'm not going to go too in depth with it. I just, I'm not completely sold on him. Obviously I'll have to see him, but also he's a rookie. He's mm-hmm. got a rookie head coach. We don't know how this defense is going to look. They have good, good players on that defense, but the offense I think lacks a little bit. So yeah. um, I don't know. I, I, I'm not really just not really high on the jets right now. I, I think there's too many, 
ifs or what ifs. And uh, I just uh, usually for an NFL uh, season, that's not always great. It's not a great combination. Yeah. Um, I have them splitting games against the Patriots and the Dolphins. Um, I think they do have um, rivalries with both of those teams where they could end up winning some games. Um, And then I have them beating the Bengals as well, um, which, you know, we'll talk about the Bengals um, in a couple of weeks. So Mm -hmm. I won't go into that. But uh, number three, have the New England Patriots at seven and ten. Mm. I like them, but I don't like them that much. Um, Some games I thought maybe they could flip were like the Cowboys Mm -hmm. and the Colts, which I have them losing both of those. Um, But with the news of Carson Wentz being back and assuming Carson Wentz is at least half of what he was in Philadelphia um, in 2019, Mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, it just depends on how Carson Wentz is. So, but yeah. I have them losing because I, I think the Colts defense is that good, even with or without Carson Wentz. I feel like they could still win uh, that game. So, mm-hmm. uh, and then Cowboys, I really like their offense. And with the Patriots defense, with, um, oh man, I'm blanking on his name, Gilmore. Uh, Stephon Gilmore. Um, he's been kind of wishy-washy with the Patriots. I don't mm-hmm. think he's going to like not give it his all, but I do feel like it is a factor. And I feel like last year it was kind of a factor. He wasn't as great as he normally is. And I feel like that's going to form into this year. I think the Patriots do have a, a decent offense with their uh, receiving guys that they, they went after uh, like Nelson Aguilar. You said Hunter Henry and John Smith. So uh, you know, there, there's some there's some players there, but, you know, we don't know who their quarterback's going to be. If it's Mac Jones, that's a rookie quarterback. I don't really trust him. Mm-hmm. I don't think I think he's decent, but I don't think he's as good um, as like a Trevor Lawrence or something mm-hmm. uh, or like an Andrew Luck or something like that. Um, or and then if it's Cam Newton, we saw kind of what Cam Newton was last year. You know, are we going to get Cam Newton the first four games last year? Are we going to get the last, you know, what is it? Seven. I think, I think he played the last seven games. I don't remember. I know he was out for COVID for a few weeks. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, that's, that's some of the questions that I have for the Patriots. Uh, The Miami Dolphins, I have at number two and I have them at nine and eight. Oh, okay. So a couple wins less, a couple losses more. Um, I Xavier Howard is is my outlier here. It's mm-hmm. not Tua. It's Xavier Howard because he wants out and he's their best corner. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they do have another good good corner in Byron Jones, but I think he really benefited from having Howard on the other side. I think Jones is a decent corner, but we saw what he was in Dallas. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was he was good, he wasn't great. And I feel like that's who he is. Um, and so, uh, that's just kind of, I don't know. That's just kind of what my worry is, is can you really trust Byron Jones as your number one guy? I, I think he's a better number two. I think he's, he's a great Robin. He's not a very good Batman, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so that's kind of my issue. And then obviously Tua as well, Tua does, I mean, yeah, he's got Jalen Waddle, but just cause he's got a he's got a good relationship with a receiver doesn't mean, you know, he's still not going to be scared of these, you know, defenders coming right at him. So we'll see how it works. I mean, I really hope that Tua is, is better because, you know, Tua is one of those guys who um, I thought was going to be really good. I wanted to get over Justin Herbert and right now Mm -hmm. I'm eating crow about that. So um, I still am rooting for, for, um, for Tua, but We'll see what happens. You know, uh, you never know uh, what can what can come about. Um, and then, of course, I have the Buffalo Bills at number one. I have them at thirteen and four as well. Really, I have them splitting games against the Dolphins. I think that's I think that's fair. Um, I have them splitting games against the Patriots. Again, I still think that is fair. I have mm-hmm. them losing against the Chiefs. Yep. Um, and really, the only reason was. Um, I just think the Chiefs are um, are the more better team. team. I think they're just a veteran team. I don't even think I don't even necessarily want to say better 
because mm-hmm. I do think the Bills have, but the Bills defense isn't as good. Right. And the Chiefs do have some playmakers and those playmakers that the Chiefs have, they really play to the competition. And I think when you see the Bills, you're going to play up. And yeah. I think that's what the Chiefs will do. And I think they'll win that game in the Buccaneers. I think, again, honestly, I think the Buccaneers have the best roster in the NFL right now. I don't yeah. think there's anyone better. Um, it, it was tough for me when I was going through the roster to see how many losses the Buccaneers would have with the same freaking team that they had yeah. last year. Same. So, I think, yeah, I think I maybe at, good about them last year. <laughs> yeah, right. I think at best another, when we get to this uh, section of it, we'll talk about it more, but I, I have a hard time finding more than two losses for Tampa. I mean, yeah. and that's mm-hmm. that's stretching it. But yeah, yeah, literally, I have the exact same losses for um, for the Buffalo Bills to make their record thirteen and four two. So we're we're literally in sync on that one. Yeah. So um, yeah, man. I, I there's not a lot to talk about in the AFC East. I think it's pretty straightforward. I think that's how everyone sees it. I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Miami is a good team, but I think they're just they're having issues at the wrong time. I think that's what the problem is with the Dolphins is you have this good team, but, mm-hmm. you know, Howard wants out um, yeah. Tua is not doing what they thought he was going to do. And I, I'm with you. I love Brian Flores. I want him to be the best. Right. Um, because he's he honestly he reminds me of like a Mike Tomlin. He just seems like he's just this motivator. Like Mm -hmm. everybody wants to play. I mean, you always hear like after these players leave Pittsburgh, they're like, Oh, I love coach Tomlin. I love coach. Like it's, it's never, Oh, I had to leave because coach Tomlin is terrible. It's always, Oh no. You know, I, I just felt like this was a better fit for me. Um, you know, and it doesn't hurt to have money, you know, (laughs) like that's what it always seems like. I've never heard a bad word on Mike Tomlin and, Mm -hmm. and that's kind of how I feel with Brian Flores. I haven't heard a bad word about Brian Flores Mm -hmm. and I think he's, he's well-deserving, but I just, there's too many questions for me with, with Miami and yeah, them getting Jalen Waddle is, is good for Tua, but I mean, you're, you're banking on a rookie and trust me as Raider fans, we kind of had to do that last year and um, it didn't really bow out well for us to, bank on a rookie receiver so um yeah yeah the only team i see in this division where i can probably say would probably surprise me in terms of having more wins than what we anticipated and this is just because as i'm looking at their roster they've also updated their offensive linemen and they did get actually a couple more receivers than what we had thought and that'd be the new york new england patriots i i think that uh maybe that they'll be closer to nine or 10, maybe even 11 wins, depending on some of these teams that they don't live up to their potential um, as the only team I can see. And again, they have Bill Belichick. I'm just not sold on it yet. Cause I'm not, a, I'm not sure about Cam Newton. And again, the same remarks you made about Mac Jones being a rookie. I don't know if that's going to help the team, but looking at their yeah. roster, I think I'm underestimating their offensive line. Their defense is a little bit suspect and they've got some pieces here. I you know, if they go to the Patriot way and it's all about team first and maybe they'll have some, you know, unforeseen success. But, you know, I think that's the only team that I think is probably an interesting team to watch is are they going to be under 500 at 500 or a playoff team? And I think that's probably a question mark in this division. See, my issue with the, with the Patriots, too, is you talk about the Patriot way and or Bill Belichick way in that sense. Mm-hmm. Belichick likes to run the football and, mm-hmm. and, and that gets lost because obviously Tom Brady is this, he's this great quarterback, but the run game was very important for the Patriots. They always had two or three guys who helped them out in the running game. And that's why in fantasy, no one ever was like, Oh, you got to get a Patriot running back. You got to get a Patriot running back because you couldn't, because you didn't know who was going to get the majority of the carries. No one right. ever knew, but that's why it was so brilliant. And that's why a lot of teams do that now is Belichick really started that trend of I'm going to throw just fresh running backs at you constantly, and you're not going to know who I'm using more. So, you know, you're just going to, you're just going to have to guess and then go from there. And, and that's what he does so well. 
Um, and I feel like there's not really that running back any of those guys. Like, yeah, you know, you know, you have these like James White's guys, you have, you know, uh, Rex Burkhead. I don't know if he's even still on the team right now, but, um, you know, you have guys like that, but Rex Burkhead was good for a couple of games. You know, he's not really that reliable guy. James White, he's more of a catching running back. When he has to do the running back duties, he's not as crisp. He's not as good, you know. And I feel like that was one of the issues that the Patriots had. Of course, Cam Newton not really performing that well doesn't help. But, you know, not having a running game obviously doesn't help you out either. So um, that's really an issue that I have. And like you said, the Patriots defense, it's not as good as a lot of people are thinking. They are getting a lot of their, their, their guys back, but they've been out for a year. And like I said, with Gilmore, you have that issue as well. All right, Cody. So um, let's take a break. And um, when we come back, we'll go to the NFC East, which I think we'll have. I don't know, man. I I don't know how it's going to look. We haven't told each other what our records are yet. So um, we'll see. We'll see what it looks like. But uh, yeah, when we come back, we're going to be talking about NFC East. I think we're going to have a little bit more uh things to talk about with nfc east agreed all right we'll be right back all right guys so the nfc east um just a little quick note i had the eagles phenomenal last year um it didn't work out they i i had them going 11 and 5 last year i'm looking at my notes from last year (laughs) carson wins top 10 carson wins top 10 I, yes, I did. And I still feel like he could be, but definitely is not right now. (laughs) I think it's safe to say, (laughs) um, uh, quick thing before we get into it. I really thought I was going to be high on the New York giants. I thought I was going to be pretty high on the Washington football team. Um, and I thought I was going to be a lot lower on the Cowboys Mm -hmm. and I thought, you know what? I, I think I have the Eagles where I thought I would. I just thought they'd maybe have like a, a win or two more than than what I put them at. So mm-hmm. that's kind of when I was going through the division, I was like, oh, man, I thought I'd like them a little bit more. But I, I guess I don't. So mm-hmm. this will be uh, it'll be interesting. I don't know how you felt. Um, You know, I think I don't think that the NFC East is going to be a dumpster fire as it was last season. Last season was unprecedented. I think we can all agree yeah. like that was. Like, unfortunately, one of those teams had to get into the playoffs. Unfortunately, they had to. And it was just a travesty how horrible, you know, all those teams were. I think this year I have them all slightly improved. Are they the worst division in football? No, but, you know, I think they I don't think it'll be a a stink fest as it was last year. So that's at least how I'm seeing it in terms of what I projected. All right, Cody, so. I'm going to have you start like you started the AFC East. So mm-hmm. uh, four to one, who do you have there and what are the records and why? All right. So I've got the Eagles dead last fourth place. Um, however, though, I do have them at a respectable seven wins and 10 losses. Uh, I know it's a little high on the wins. I just see this team as I think Jalen Hurts is going to win them some games. I think that they are going to be a young offense that finds ways to throw certain games that they should have lost um, and find a way to win. But then I think their, their inexperience is what's going to cost them a lot of games as well. I mean, I do have the usual losses like against the giants, Kansas city, Tampa Bay. I have them losing against the Raiders, but I do have them winning against Detroit. Of course, Carolina, I think they're a little bit more experienced than um, I do have as one of my wins going to the New York jets um, from them beating Philadelphia. And I think it's just because, End of the season, December, they're going to be at MetLife Stadium. I think it's going to be a home win for the Jets. That's why I have them losing. But then I have Philadelphia going on, um, playing the last part of the division, and they're basically splitting with everybody in their division. So I have them at 7-10. and 10. Obviously, they're the last place, in my opinion. And then I have both the Giants and Washington as tied for third and tied for second at eight and nine. So they're just basically splitting with the division and then they're winning and losing against 
better teams that I have it, but I think that's where they progress. In my opinion, I like Washington football team because Ron Rivera makes his team play really great. I think Ryan Fitzpatrick with that offense is slightly improved from last year. Uh, even though Alex Smith's story was phenomenal, obviously they won more games when he started, but I think uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick again, makes them a s- barely at 500, maybe a 500 team now that he's on there. Um, and then the New York giants, I think with Saquon Barkley coming back, uh, Daniel Jones, this is going to be his what third season with the team. I think that he'll have a pretty decent year. I like what they did with getting Kenny Galladay and some other offensive pieces. So I like their offense a little bit more this year. It's, and I think their defense is going to make a pretty decent step forward. I think their coach really is somebody that they like playing for, but I just think that the giants inexperience is also how they're going to lose games. Like I have, like I mentioned, I have them splitting against their division. Um, and then I have them, you know, losing to like the chargers, which they could potentially win. I'm not saying that the chargers are world beaters, but they could win. Um, but that's at best I have them at. I have them beating Chicago towards the end of the season. But other than that, I don't see any, I don't see any way Giants or, or Washington um, are anything better than maybe at 500 or below 500 at best. And then, unfortunately, I have the Dallas Cowboys taking home the division at 11 wins, six losses. I think with Dak Prescott coming back, this team will play with the new sense of energy and their offense is very high powered. Their defense, they don't have one, but I think offensively that they will be able to outscore a lot of people in some games. And I think playing in a semi-weak division, playing in the NFC itself, which isn't the strongest, uh, strongest conference in all of football. I think that's where I see Dallas, unfortunately getting into the playoffs representing the NFC East. All right. Um, you know, honestly, we're not that far off. Um, you know, a couple of uh, different spots in the position, but I mean, I guess to just go into it. Uh, number four, I have the New York Giants, and I have hmm. them at six and eleven. Hmm. Now, the reason I have them six and eleven is Daniel Jones. I mean, that's plain and simple. I understood. Have no problem with that assessment. <laughs> he just turns the ball over to me. Exactly what you were talking about with Tua. Like, that's what he does. Mm-hmm. And with Saquon Barkley coming back, yeah, that's great. But how is he going to look? Um, you know, him going through an ACL injury. And I can kind of relate now. Um, <laughs> you know, I feel like he'll be fine. But, mm-hmm. you know, he, he's been out a year. And... We'll, we'll see what happens, you know, and he's not going to be used as much. So I don't think he's going to be the same dominant guy that that he was, uh, you know, his rookie year and, and the start of last year. So. um, And then the defense, the defense is really good. I think they'll win them a few games, but um, I do feel like they kind of have somewhat of a tough schedule. Uh, like I have them losing. I have them splitting games with their whole division. I have them winning and losing against Eagles, winning and losing against Cowboys, Mm -hmm. winning and losing against the football team. So um, I have that, but then, you know, they face like the Broncos and I actually am surprisingly high on the Broncos. Yeah. Um, You know, the Rams, that's a tough one. Uh, The Chiefs, Buccaneers, the Chargers, um, you know, I, I really like the Panthers and, and again, we'll, we'll go into that when we get into there. So, you know, they, they kind of fall into a rough schedule. I have them winning games that they should win. Like I said, they split the games where they have like Falcons, you know, saints. I think they do end up beating the Raiders. And the reason being is I basically had Raiders losing games against really good defenses um, because I just don't trust their defense. Mm-hmm. Um, I like their offense, but we saw last year a few times where when the team had a good defense, we really had no shot. And and that's just kind of where I went with it. So mm. um, I think the Giants win a few good games, but overall, I think they're six and 11 and they missed the playoffs. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I have them at third and I have them at seven and 10. So we have the same record. Uh, again, I have them splitting. Uh, 
all games, all all teams in the division. So, um, yeah, I I don't know what else to say about the Eagles other than I have them winning games that they should win, and I have them losing games that they should lose. Jalen Hurts is is fine. Um, I'm not as high on him as you are, mm-hmm. but um, I do think he is a um, a worthy quarterback. I don't think he's any trash. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he can win them games, like you said, but I also do think that he will lose them some games. I do like the Eagles defense somewhat. I don't think it's great, um, but I, I think they can they can win some games and lose some games, and I think that's pretty much fair mm-hmm. for what they have. So. Uh, number two, I have Washington football team at seven and ten. I have nice. them the same because I really like their defense, but Fitzpatrick, I he's lesser than Alex Smith to me. Yeah, even an injured Alex Smith. Yeah, I agree. And so what Alex Smith, he was struggling in that year. Um, and I think he's he's Ryan Fitzpatrick is good usually in September and then Mm -hmm. towards October, November, December, he kind of trails off, you know, and you kind of forget about Fitz magic, you know? Um, And they also have a really tough schedule. They, you know, they face the bills. They obviously their division, they face the chargers. Um, They face the chiefs. I, I, I just think they have a tougher schedule. Yeah. than the Philadelphia Eagles. I think they're a better team than the Eagles, but I think their schedule shows that they might be the number two team. I think because of their tougher schedule, they will be number two in the division, but um, I, they're going to miss the playoffs. I just, I, I think their schedule is really rough. Yeah. And uh, I think that's unfortunate because I think this team is, is um, a team that I would like to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and then number one, I have the Dallas Cowboys at nine and eight. I hate the Cowboys defense again this year. <laughs> Last year, I hated their defense. This year, I hate their defense. Last year, I had them at six and 10, and I was pretty darn close. <laughs> yeah. What were they, five and 11 or something like that? Uh, they were, I have it right here. They were six and 10. I was on the money. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, that was. I thought that's how they were going to be with Dak. Now, seeing their offense, how it was with Dak versus with Andy Dalton, I don't think they would have been 6-10 and 10 now that I look at that. But mm-hmm. this year, yes, you have Dak back. You have Ezekiel Elliott. You have CeeDee Lamb. You got Michael Gallup. You got, um, oh, I'm blanking on the other receiver right now. <laughs> they, they have Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper. Oh, yeah, Amari Cooper. Good Lord. How did I forget him? Um, so they have a good offense, but their defense is still not good. Yeah. I know train, uh, the, um, uh, HBO, uh, hard training knocks. camp, hard knocks. There you go. Oh man, I'm struggling right now. Um, hard knocks is like really showing up, you know, Micah Parsons and stuff. And yeah, I wanted him for the Raiders, but the fact of the matter is he's, he's still a rookie. Is he going to be able to lead this defense into the right position because that's going to be half the battle. But the other half is the talent wise, like the ability of this defense. And I don't think this defense has that great. I I know everyone wants to talk about Dan Quinn. You know, he does this great. Dan Quinn was, is a great defensive coordinator. He couldn't do squat without Atlanta Falcons defense. And I feel like the Atlanta Falcons defense might've had a couple of more playmakers than the Cowboys do right now. I think the Cowboys have the name and that's why people are like, Oh, you know, you know, Dan Quinn, he's going to do it. I don't know. I really don't know. I hope I'm wrong because I mean, we can be honest here. The Cowboys, when they are in the playoffs, it is more fun than when they are not. So I have them winning the NFC East, obviously winning the division, which means they are in the playoffs. But for me, in the playoffs, they are going to be the number four seed because obviously the division winners get the top four seeds. So they're going to be number four at nine and eight. Um, but if you if I look at all the rest of the, the teams that I have in the playoffs for the NFC, um, the Cowboys will 
get to the playoffs and that's it. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I didn't mention this last uh, for the AFC East. I do have the Bills in the playoffs, but I have the Dolphins missing it. So the Bills are the only team I have, but they're the number two seed in the AFC. So I just wanted to bring that up because I did not say it before. So, so far, uh, both East divisions, I only have one team making it to the playoffs in both conferences. Yeah, and for me, in the AFC East, I have Miami being one of the wild cards. But I'm strictly basing that off a record, I think, towards the basically second, I wouldn't say second half, but basically the week before Thanksgiving to the end of the season, I think they'll have a pretty good win streak going for them. And I think that's just because of the strength and schedule. They right now, if I'm, as I'm looking at Miami schedule, they have a pretty weak schedule, all things considered with what we just talked about. But, you know, I think, um, I think Dallas is going to be an interesting team. It's unfortunate that they might be in the playoffs because now I got to hear it from cowboy people all everywhere, but (laughs) You know, we'll see. I'm, I know that I'm a little higher on the New York Giants, and I think that's strictly defense. And I, I, I completely understand your point with Daniel Jones. I think that offensively, though, they're pretty set up to where he could just be himself and he might have some success because they've got a lot of weapons around them. It's really, you know, it's almost like it's almost kind of reminiscent of like the Browns have so much talent and yet they don't know what to do with it. I find the Giants the same way. They've got all this talent, you just need somebody to just give the ball to them and let them make plays because they're full of playmakers. So we'll see. I think it's going to be a better division than it was last year, but I definitely don't think they're the best division in football. I don't want to get that misunderstood. <laughs> so, Yeah, you know, I, I do want to remind everyone that it's, it's not who we are hoping right. it's going to be, you know, number one. Because if we were hoping you know, who's going to be number one. Honestly, Washington would be the number one, would be the team that wins the NFC East, um, in in my opinion, for me, because I really like this football team. I really like Chase Young. Um, I think he's actually, I think he exceeded expectations of what everyone was saying. Mm -hmm. He kind of got drowned out by being the number two pick. Uh, behind Joe Burrow because it was so much quarterback talk. Yeah. And, you know, he really held his own. He was actually mm-hmm. a really good force for them. Um, and then, like, I know a lot of people are like, well, he called out Tom Brady. Why would, like, what do you want him to do? You want him to be like, well, we're probably going to lose. Well, and <laughs> like, Tom Brady has openly said he does not want to see that guy twice a year at all. Yeah, you know, yeah. he even recognizes that Chase Young is special. And, if you look at Chase Young and his ability on that defense, even as a rookie, he is literally a game changer. And yeah. he's only going to get better, which is the yeah. scary part. And I was I was here saying I would love to trade up to get Chase Young. Mm-hmm. I, I always kept telling you that. And you're like, I mean, it's not going to happen. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, so. it would be. I mean, it would have been fantastic, (laughs) but we would have been giving up Derek Carr. We would have given up Josh Jacobs. We would have had to give up any asset. Oh, yeah. He can't throw. We forgot. Anyway. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, I. I, It's not who we want, you know, but it's we're we're being realistic on, on this stuff. You know, the Cowboys. Whether or not, you know they're as good or maybe better Mm -hmm. um they are better for playoffs they really are because they are america's team and you know that dak prescott is a story ezekiel elliott is a story amari cooper not so much but he is an explosive player so um (laughs) you know that he you you talk about Cowboys and whoever they're facing is going to love it because all the talk is going to be about the Cowboys. It's not really going to be about whatever team they play. Right. Um, so, you know, if you're a opposite team, you're going to be really excited to face the Cowboys because they're going to be like, everyone's going to doubt us. I mean, <laughs> any receiver going against the Dallas defense, just pick oh, them up. Licking your that, chops. Oh, my God. Licking your chops. Yeah. I'm with you. I think Dan Quinn will help this defense a little bit, but I don't think it's going to be much because I just don't think they have the players to do it. Yeah. I think Michael Parsons is nice. I wanted him. I'm not saying he's bad, 
but one guy doesn't do it for the team. I mean, we've seen this time and time again. You know, you have to have multiple players. And I think this, uh, you know, I, I've, I'm notorious for saying this like every episode, but, uh, you know, I listened to, the, to Colin Cowherd and he was saying for an NFL team to be successful, you want five or six, like five or six guys on your team who are in their prime. You want that. That's how you're going to win a championship. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't have just 10 veterans, you know, old guys who are on one year deals and mm-hmm. expect to win. It just doesn't work in the NFL. You have to get lucky with you got to have a quarterback on a rookie deal or on a uh, team friendly deal. You got to mm-hmm. have a good left tackle, you know, uh, a decent running back. You got to have at least one great receiver. Then you got to have a pass rusher, a good linebacker, and a good secondary player, DB. So, you know, you got to have those guys around there. And if you don't, it doesn't look good. And I just don't – I see Cowboys. You have C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper, Ezekiel Elliott, Dak Prescott. I don't know who you would put after that. I really don't. And I just don't think they can do much in the playoffs. So, yeah, same. I don't mean to. I don't mean to slander you, Cowboys. Sorry, but no, but I do. I do, Cowboys. (laughs) (laughs) That's those are those are harsh words. I want to take them back, but my but my heart won't let me. So, just (laughs) I want to, but no, I'm not. So, yeah, man. I, I mean. First first episode of, of doing the divisions. I mean, how do you feel about it? You know, I'm feeling optimistic. I'm feeling like, you know, I have a 50-50 shot at beating right or wrong. So, I mean, I got better odds in Vegas. So, <laughs> You know, last year I felt really confident. This year I don't feel as confident. I, I'm still pretty confident in some teams, but there are other yeah. teams I'm like, oh, man, I kind of went against what I thought. I think now with the whole last year with obviously we knew a lot of teams didn't have a whole lot of training camp or mini camp to kind of work. And again, because of the pandemic, we didn't have a lot of information. Now it's a lot different Mm -hmm. teams have opened up training camp, more of the workout schedules and all that stuff. I think I'm a little bit more comfortable with certain teams only because some of the argument could be certain teams that didn't perform like we thought, you know, just maybe it's a team thing. Maybe it's a system thing. They just didn't have enough time to gel together now you have some teams that had minimal success having a full offseason program to work out to one another, whatever the case may be. I'm feeling like this year of football is going to be a little bit more competitive. I think there's a little bit more to yeah. prove. And I'm really interested to see this next rookie class and sophomore class that's coming up to see how much they progress, especially now with full offseason of working out. Because now I'm actually kind of optimistic with Henry Ruggs and some of the other players that we have, You know, speaking now about the Raiders. And that's just an example of like, you know, now they have a full off season in our program, in our system. How are they going to adjust? And I feel like the NFL is going to adjust fine. And I'm actually looking forward to it. I think there will be some really fun competitive games this season. So, Yeah, man. Um, So next week we're going to be doing AFC North, NFC North. Um. I'm just going to have a little, a wee bit of a teaser um i don't have the lions winning the nfc north so wow you know wow. i know i know i don't know dan campbell you... i thought maybe but no it's not gonna i can't do it <laughs> may not even be what well, you don't agree with me you don't agree play. with biting off kneecaps What's, what are you talking about well i agree with that that they should because that's really the only way they'll win but <laughs> the only way they're gonna win is that to bite was, kneecaps that was that was that's rude but that's you know, terrible that's so yeah. true though i mean yeah. i don't see any other way <laughs> i am not as high on the browns as i thought it would be yeah i don't want to go as far as like they're a surprise like non-playoff team uh-huh. but i'm not as high on them i'll just okay. say that i'm just gonna leave it at that but yeah just looking at it, I'm not as high on the Browns as a lot of people are. But okay. I think that's track record. I think that does kind of play a factor. So I don't think I'm as high on um, Baltimore as other people are. I'm just going to oh. foreshadow that. I just don't. 
I don't think that their offense is ready for success and we'll get into this next week. I just, I think that they are going to be in some people's mind, a bust, even, uh, even at 500, but and I next just, week, mm-hmm. I'm really excited about seeing how you feel about green Bay, just with this whole Aaron Rodgers thing. I'm just kind of curious. Oh, oh if that may play. A, play we're going to foreshadow right now. They're going three and 13, man, right now. I'm just kidding. They're totally not. So I'm not <laughs> so, gonna making that. So they're worse than twice. the lions then, or, or no, they're the tied lions for the lions. What are you talking about? They've got oh, so much okay. turmoil. <laughs> no, we've got a fun, I, I we've got a fun give, one next week. I had to give wins to the lions because I just, I almost said, Oh, and 17. And I was like, this team is not worse than the Texans. <laughs> no, I think worse. no, the Texans, I don't. I don't know how they're going to win. I think the Lions will squeak out a few wins. I think Dan Campbell's kneecap fighting will, will work a little <laughs> bit. Taxes will work. Get, so yeah, we'll see. But now the question is: is on another episode, which is harder, going undefeated or going winless? I'd say going winless. That's going that's winless is nearly impossible. Worst. Yeah, it's that's tough to do because sometimes there's so many factors that go into why certain teams win mm-hmm. and lose. And like a lot of it is usually like a team will win against a team that they shouldn't because of, you know, the travel, the, the couple of days before uh, mm-hmm. a few injuries, um, you might get a team just before the buy and they're just like ready for the buy. Like there's so many factors for that, but like to just con consistently lose is just, mm-hmm. With guys who are so competitive, it's so hard to just lose every single game. Like it is so hard to do. That's why you see like teams go like 10 and 0 and it look easy, you know. And then you look at the teams that lose that'll start like 0 and 10. And mm-hmm. there's always like that one game where you look and you're like, oh, they were close. They well, were that's so- what I was telling you. There's a team that I have almost going 0 and 10. We're 0 and 11 almost the entire season, and yet I have them finishing at like a ending the season three and two of the last five games or whatever. Because mm-hmm. you know that's what normally happens. They go on some 0 and whatever streak, and then they get one win. They kind of find some momentum, and then they end out the season kind of on a strong note. But yet they're fighting yeah. for a top ten draft pick, you know. Yeah. And I see that's how the NFL kind of plays out, you know. And that's that's what I see, but. Then there are some teams, though, like Houston. I just, again, I can't help but repeat that because I think we'll be talking about them. Or no, not not next week, but the following week. I just can't help but, like, think about how dysfunctional they are, you know? So Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It'll be interesting to see what you say about Houston. But that's a couple of weeks from now. So, yeah. Um, man, it was that was good. That was a good start. Uh, I think it's going to be a few more talks especially when we get to the West NFC and AFC West is probably the top two divisions in football for me. I don't know about you, but for me at least. Yeah. I, and I would, I have no problem saying the NFC West is, is to me right now, the best division in football. Yeah. I think Um, that's, I think that's a clear cut argument. That's hard to dispute. Yeah. Thank you. I, I know. I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, so I appreciate you guys listening. Hey, check us out next week. We'll be talking about the uh, AFC North and NFC North, and that is the correct alphabetical order. So yeah, we know we figured it out this year, guys. Okay, that's just me. I'm just having the hard time. Okay, got it. <laughs> I got to do the ABCs in my head. <laughs> oh, and before so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, but uh, guys go check us out on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram uh, that is all at True Code Sports Talk um, you know follow us uh, write to us, like share, whatever it may be do all of that uh, let us know how we're doing um, also go check out our YouTube page uh, subscribe to our YouTube page hopefully we'll be putting up some videos um Right now, I look like complete trash. So, I mean, if you do, uh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say that you know, I had physical therapy and and they have me doing a lot of cardio. So, I don't want to go there looking looking real nice. I'm just going there for comfort, comfortable and and uh, you know, 
clothes that I can sweat in. So, you know, judge me, but I don't care. Anyway. All right. All um, right. All right. God. <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> like I said, go check us out on YouTube. We, we want to put, we're going to put some videos on there. Um, and also, uh, go check out fnxfitness.com. They got some great stuff. Um, you know, they, uh, recently reached out to me and, uh, you know, we're talking how we were, how, how everything was going out, which I thought was kind of nice. Um, but, um, go check them out. They're coming out with a lot of new stuff, a lot of new stuff, a lot of, uh, supplements, a lot of gear. So go check it out. They do sell out really fast. So, um, if you're interested, go look at what you want and see when they're going to get it in stock and get it that day that they get it in stock. Cause otherwise it'll be gone. <laughs> um, but yeah, go check all that stuff out. Um, we can actually get you uh, 15% off by using a promo code. So I'm going to have Cody tell you um, how to get that, uh, how to get that promo code and how to get that 15% off. All right, guys, all you need to do is go to DrewCodeSportsTalk.com. We have a special link for you guys to follow. So once you guys get there, it'll show you another link to click on for FNXFit.com. Uh, when you're there, you'll be able to shop, get all your supplements and your gear like Andrew mentioned. And then at checkout, you want to use the promo code DrewCode15 to get 15% off your purchase. And right now, of course, with summer kind of winding down, they've got a lot of their sales going up. And I think I just got a text a couple of days ago about 40% off. Uh, for all purchases included. So you definitely want to swoop up on that. So if you don't use our promo code, which we highly do, because that's good all year round, any of the other ones that they have, you guys can use, but use them, reach out to them. They're a great uh, partnership that we've been having. So uh, really couldn't speak more highly about them. And while you guys are on the website, go ahead and check us out on um, our all of our podcast episodes are on our website along with our YouTube page and our videos are also on our website. And from our website, you guys can also send us a comment. You guys can send us a question if you guys want us to answer it on the show or whatever. Feel free to browse around, get to know us in that way. And uh, we'd love to interact with you guys. And uh, when you guys are on the website, you guys can click on any of the social media links to like our page, um, share it, or um, you know follow us on any of those platforms. So we encourage that and hopefully to see you guys there. Uh, With all that being said, you guys, we will definitely catch you guys next week. And thank you so much for listening. Uh, Again, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Drew Code Sports Talk. And with that being said, we will see you guys later. Thank you, everyone.